world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Hey guys, uh, I want to start out with uh, some somber news right now. We all know uh, George Y., um, the owner of Firematic, and his son John, who are platinum members of the range, and their wife Linda and their son Michael. You know, um, there's not a donation that goes by that they don't support, right, Sandy? Damn right. And, uh, you know, they signed up for the, the 22 league here. They signed up for the Glock match. They're always here. He buys lunch a couple of times a year for my entire staff. We're talking like 600 bucks. you know. Uh, anything we ask George for. And George takes care of our fire extinguishers and all of those needs here. And they're just great people. And their business has been on River uh, Road in uh, Garfield since the 40s. Wow. His, uh, his, yeah, his deceased father-in-law started the business. And uh, Sunday night into Monday morning at 4.20 a.m., uh, a fire broke out. And uh, they're still investigating it, but uh, Firematic is pretty much a total loss. Oh and uh, the tenants upstairs, fortunately, were all evacuated. Oh, that's good. And uh, they own some other properties, so they're setting up a temporary office, computers, IT. Fortunately, they have insurance. Obviously, the biggest, the biggest thing was no one was hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, George and family, they live a couple uh, blocks away in Garfield. But, you know, the business, there's tenants there, and it could have gone the other way. And, sure could have. Uh, you know, so our hearts go out to him. And if you need any fire needs, fire suppression, fire extinguishers for your house, apartment, rental, or anything, uh, go on to firematic.com, check out their site. And uh, starting this Monday, the show, this is Sunday, starting this Monday, it would be good. They probably could use a little boost because of the interruption in service and everything they're going to have to do. He's got a bunch of employees. They, they take care of their people. Their employees come here to service our stuff, and they're, they're just phenomenal uh, people. So uh, I would really uh, like people to just show their support. Maybe go give them a five-star review on a platform, uh, you know, whether it's uh, Google or Yelp or whatever. And it's Firematic on River Road in Garfield. And uh, George and John, you know, they're, they're family here. Uh, Tracy and I have been out to dinner with him and his wife a couple of times. And we, we just love them. They're salt-of-the-earth people. And, uh, you know, he's going to get through this because he's, he's strong like a rock. And, um, you know, he's the best. But... It just it just sucks that you know it has to happen. Uh, it's amazing, you know. You never know where your life is going to turn. One minute you're bitching because your battery on your phone is down to two bars, and the next thing you know, it's four o'clock in the morning, and you're dealing with a fire, and you're worried that all your people got out. You know, so got to put things in perspective once in a while. That's one of the reasons why we have so many problems in this country. We've gotten so fat and and lazy and entitled that these little things trigger us where visit a third world country 
and the kids there are worrying about where they're going to get their next meal in a glass of clean drinking water. Yeah. They're, they're not worrying about the 84 genders and stress and, right. you know, so many other stupid things of, you know, what the problems Defunding we have. Defunding the police. Yeah, I just we want to hear a really bad one. Uh, Washington State, 22 miles of beach. For the past 50 years, the Navy SEALs have been training on this 22 miles of beach because there's different terrain. There's grass, there's rock, there's mountainous and everything. Yeah. The socialists that live there are scared of the military with weapons. So signed the what? petition and took them to court. The Navy SEALs are not allowed to train on that beach until this case goes to court. Oh my God. There's an injunction. Now, these these Navy SEALs are training and volunteering and th giving their freedoms, maybe sacrificing their life to protect these people who are put off by guns in the military. Uh, uh, wait till uh, wait till this uh, next week uh, when Russia uh, invades the Ukraine and uh, New Jersey is second. Actually, they'll just come right across the... They'll walk right across Alaska to Washington so, State. So, so the Ukrainian border is important, but our southern border isn't. No, no, not at all. Why would okay. you even consider that? Yeah. So, when you think about it, you think about it how uh, you know these people are put off by guns. We are definitely on the other side of the bell curve, or, or oh, the yeah. curve with the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, we've been because, saying this for what ten years now, eleven yes. years, twelve years. So we're we're scared of that. How, don't know what those people need. They need a George S. Patton to slap them in the face. <laughs> Yeah. What? <laughs> and get go back in your house, eat your granola up, yeah. with your goat your tofu or on. whatever. Yeah, and, 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 go, and get your, alone. go get your uh, your uh, what do you call it? Uh, toast. Um, <laughs> avocado toast. Avocado toast. Yeah, I just had a brain <laughs> fart there for a minute. Uh, real quick, George, John, Linda, Michael, everybody at the range, 97 employees, Gun for Hire listeners, everybody. If you need anything, help, service, product, a sandwich, a pat on the back, <laughs> somebody to talk to, I don't care, a hug, come on down and we'll take care of it, please, because gun people are the best people yeah. and uh, we want to see you guys recover. I cannot wait to go and shoot a video in the new quarantine crawl, uh, new quarantine crawl video at Firematic. Yep, yep, at the new Firematic. Yes, at the new Firematic. It's going to be fun. Thank you for correcting me. So, Where's that to you, George? We love you. Yes. You know how we always, I'm always talking about how whenever uh, Governor Murphy has. Uh, gun control roundtables. We never have a seat at the table, no, right? We never do. We're at, they, no, they, they lock us outside in yeah. the, in the sideways rain. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have a roundtable to discuss violence and guns and this and crime and everything. And we're going to have 35 people at this roundtable and all of them are anti-gun. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a balanced group. Okay. We are not going to have one person there who's pro-gun. Isn't that a wonderful thing? It's a great thing. It's typical. Yes. So I get a phone call this week from newly sworn in state senator Edward Durr, the one who knocked Sweeney out of his seat. Hmm. And so let me give you a little rundown because uh, David Rosendahl from CNJFO did a beautiful thing. 
He wrote, New Jersey Senator Edward Durr, the plain-spoken blue-collar truck driver that won former Senate President Steve Sweeney's seat in November, today announced the formation of a committee of New Jersey's two-way heavy lifters to assist him with pro-Second Amendment legislation. The advisory board of Second Amendment patriots consisting of Anthony Calandro of Gun for Hire, SCOTUS petitioner Mark Cheeseman, D.C. Project New Jersey director and CNJFO trustee and lawyer Teresa Einacker, and CNJFO vice president and founding trustee Dave Rosie Rosenthal. So the four of us are on this committee. And uh, my quote was, it's nice to finally have a seat at the table instead of looking up from the floor and waiting for the unconstitutional (laughs) crumbs to fall. Right? Isn't it true? Okay, so so listen, can we get a lot done with a supermajority of Democrats in the Assembly Senate? No. No, not really. Can we we educate Durr and maybe some of the other rhinos, maybe another one or two rhinos will wake up and we can talk to them about our side of the story yeah maybe okay so we are moving right along so we got good people on here we've opened up the dialogue as a gun range owner as a two-way advocate nra board member vice president of the state nra anjrpc i am very proud to tell you that i've been picked all right like i said always fighting for our rights Who else is going to do it? Most of the other people, they want to hide because they don't want to lose their business. They don't want to be under the microscope. They don't want a target on their back. You know what I say? Suck it up. I'll handle it. I'll do whatever I can for all of us. As little as it may be, as big as it may be. I don't know. Well, that's the way it's always been. Well, not always, but it's been like that for a very, very long time. Yes. You know, you got a couple out there. Yes. There's a few. Yeah. So uh, talk about gun people are the best people. I'm in my office. I'm on the phone. And somebody comes in with an ammo can completely full of 9 millimeter ammo from 2A Warehouse donated by Peter Peralta. Wow. Okay, Peter, that is going to be given to Tony Simon for the second is for everyone. Okay. I also got 22 ammo donations from Chris C. And my biggest thorn in my side, who I love to death, Rich Ford, dropped off a bunch of 22 ammo as well uh, for the CNJFO uh, youth uh, uh, education event that we're having here. So, again, gun people are, in fact, the best people. Sometimes they're the worst people. One of our long-term employees here, uh, Butch, Butch Anthony, bought from this company called Tactical World. Their website is tactical-world.net, okay? Tactical World, you're going to, if you go on their uh, site, you'll see, you'll, you'll see their logo. It looks like a, uh, a guy in a, like a Hess uniform holding an AR-15 or an AK or something. It's really goofy logo. Butch uh, used Zell and ordered primers from them. Yeah, it does and... look like a Hess uniform. Yeah. Oh, you went on their site? Yeah. Yeah, yeah what's going on now? Butch uh, ordered primers from them, like $350, and he got scammed. Really? And then after doing some more investigations, if you go and look at their reviews, right now the reviews are averaging three stars. There's pretty much like 150 reviews of people that never got their product, but they took their money. Wow. So tactical-world.net. Listen, if it seems too good to be Sounds true, like it probably armory, is. Right? Oh, my God, <clears throat> Phil. Yeah. Uh, but you, you guys, tactical-world.net, please 
do your diligence, check the reviews, check the Bread or Business Bureau. Uh, Butch saw this ad. It came up on a Facebook ad for primers and it oh they got him in stock butch is a big reloader he shoots at the northern new jersey police revolver league that we let shoot here uh gratis every sunday uh butch is again donates to all the causes big two-way guy and he got ripped off by a uh a gun company wow well yeah so. i mean it's kind of scammy looking a little bit you know like yeah that's not going to happen here when we open the gun store. Uh, no. Twenty-two. We cleaned out that whole twenty-two hundred square foot space. Next week, uh, the sheetrockers, roofers, electrical, um, a roofer drop ceiling. Uh, Matt is working on the fixtures and the cases, and he picked the rug out and everything. So it's moving kind of fast. Going to be great. Uh, the gun store at Gun for Hire, twenty-two hundred square feet. We're also going to have a buyers club. We'll still be doing the FFL transfers for members and everything. So. Uh, I'm very happy about that. Uh, what do you think of the moldy cantaloupe calling a member of the press a stupid son of a bitch? <laughs> Every now and then he, he drops in at a lucid moment and becomes his old self. Huh? That's his real self. Yeah, that's his he's, real he's self. He's not Uncle Joe. He's no. a nasty bastard. He's a nasty son and of a bitch. since he doesn't know fully what's going on with everything, he gets to, he loses his temper. That happens with older people well, with, dementia, with dementia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dementia they become very combative, right? Yeah, so he's he's always looking to fight. Not saying that the president is demented. He's but, he has uh, dementia. He had a forum with uh he's still trying to do the build back better and he had all the car manufacturers. And I watched uh, an excerpt of the video, and he pretty much babbled and told 27 different stories, all wrapped into one paragraph, with no ending, no rhyme, no reason, or anything. And uh, he just rambled on and on. And then he asked uh, uh, Marion Barry, uh, whatever her name is, uh, the CEO for General Motors, he told her he may need a job. How do you like that? Yeah. He may need a job. How do you like that? So he's he's out of it, and uh, you know if if it was the other president, the orange guy that's that called somebody to press member to press, you know, stupid son of a bitch. I think it would probably be a little different, don't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A you know, bit. <laughs> a I talk bit. I talk all the time about uh, what we're dealing with uh, with the first, second, and third tier. So uh, this was out of January twenty second, and. Um, the World Economic Forum is going on, you know, where the rich people get around and, you know, they will fly in in private jets and they tell us we have to use one sheet of toilet paper. So this woman, uh, it's hard, I can't really pronounce, you know, I always have a hard time pronouncing names, but Sandy, her first name is N-G-A-I-R-E. Gary Woods, who is a professor of global economic governance at the University of Oxford, spoke at the World economic forum okay and <laughs> she basically said that we the working class are preventing the elites from doing what they need to make <laughs> the world a better place for them <laughs> the freaking arrogance the arrogance you want to you want to hear a quote 
The good news is the elites across the world trust each other more and more so we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. Beautiful things. Wait, the bad news is that in every single country they were polling, <clears throat> the majority of the people trusted the, uh, their elites less. I wonder why. So she wrote, so we can lead, but if people aren't following, we're not going to get to where we want to go. Uh, yeah, if you lead and no one follows, you ain't no leader. So You're just I, out for a walk. I think that the elites would look good if their heads were on pikes. Yep, yep, yep. But that's mm -hmm. just me, and it's, it's happened before, you yeah, know. Let them eat cake, yeah. Yeah, it's happened before, but they can't do nice things because we don't have any mm. confidence in them. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Because of you they, dirty, filthy people who just, you know, you correct. smell. Correct. Us unwashed smell. masses. How dare we? How dare we? Yeah. Assert How our rights. dare we? Yeah. How dare you? So uh, I don't know if everybody knows, but liberal Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer has announced that he will retire at the end of this court's term. Now, a lot of people are celebrating that. And a lot of people are saying, well, it's not a worry because he's a liberal and uh, Biden is going to appoint a liberal. So we're going to replace a one for one. I agree with that. But he's going to appoint somebody who's 50 years old, who's going to be more woke and more left than Breyer ever was. There are people who think that he's going to appoint uh, Kamala Harris. <clears throat> yeah, he's, Kamala Harris is a dope. Okay, she doesn't even she doesn't read her pressers or her bullet points. That's why when she goes before the press, she she tells we're going to continue to do what we have done while we're continuing to do what we're doing every day that we have done. Basically, that's how she answers. That's like remember when you <laughs> were a kid and they write it down. Yeah, remember when you were a kid, you, the teacher called you up to give a summation of what you read, <laughs> yeah. but you didn't read but it. You didn't read it. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. about a guy who it was went about to Billy this place Bud, who was uh, like he, a guy named Bud, and they <laughs> called him this Billy. Thing. And and he did stuff, and and uh, then he, everything worked out good. Bye. <laughs> that's that's Kamala Harris. So the, so the problem is we're going to get somebody imagine further left. Now also Biden came out. He goes he doesn't know who he's going to pick, but it's going to be a black woman. Of course it say, is. Now now it's okay, but you should. How about really somebody say qualified? That. Yeah. But see, you shouldn't say that because. Any black woman who is qualified and gets picked right. is, might is going to feel she got picked because she's, she's because black she's, and a woman. Yeah, because of, because exactly, it's so ridiculous. Did you know the crazy left parked a panel van outside Breyer's office for the past year, and it was wrapped in graphics all the way around? Retire now. Really? Did you know that? Yeah. No, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I saw a picture of it. Uh, Mullen Lobby, one of my friends, posted it on uh, Instagram. Yeah, you can Google it. Re retire now, Justice Breyer truck. It was parked outside of his office every day for him to see. The loony left was pushing him to get out. Then he had to read. He's smart now. He's not doing like Ginsburg. He has to do it now because they feel there's going to be a slaughter at the midterms. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they still have the Senate 50-50 with Kamala uh, as the tiebreaker. So this is the only way they can get a, a, a loony left confirmed. Yeah, and they could put so, anybody they want, basically. And they correct. They, well, they could put a zoo animal in. They could put yeah. the, they could yeah. put the, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the, the zebra from Fruit Stripe Gum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You might want to Google that. Uh, yeah, you might want uh, to. Uh, you old, <laughs> you young people out there might want to Google that. So, yeah, they can put whoever they want. And But Breyer is doing it at the right time. Hey, you know? speaking of old stuff and Google and stuff, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, remember Axelrod the dog? Of course. Okay. I have an Axelrod the dog bank, and I think nobody like in the world has one left. But it's hilarious that here's a company that um, has, how long have they been at? What would it, Getty buy them eventually? The Flying A? Yes, Getty. Yeah. And then Flying yeah. A, yes. Yeah, I found them, I found them in my, uh, in my uh, what do you call it, in my attic. You know, not in the Belfry? Not in the no, not in the belfry. It wasn't in the belfry. Yeah, it yeah. was in the attic. Okay, I'm just yeah, Axelrod the dog. Can you imagine? You want to hear something while we're talking judges? The Ninth Circuit. You know the Ninth Circus. Yeah. Trump put a lot of judges in there. The Ninth Circuit panel ruled against California ca uh, counties that closed gun stores during COVID shutdowns Ooh. in Los Angeles and Ventura counties in 2020. They said it was unconstitutional under the Second Amendment. Remember Murphy shut us down? Yep. First gun stores, yep. then he allowed the gun stores to open. Right. Then he announced the, the ranges because uh, well, we took them to court. Well, he only allowed the gun stores to reopen because we took them to court. Well, correct. So he knew it was unconstitutional. So right. And he didn't care. He said that. Correct. But it's interesting, you know, because the court is like, like almost split in the Ninth Circuit. So the panel that got this was a majority of conservatives and they ruled that it was unconstitutional. Hmm. How do you like that? Stinking constitution. It gets hey, in the way, all those, uh, all those people. Hey, Sandy, Wallet Hub, a writer named Adam McCann, financial writer, January 24th, <laughs> 2022's best states to retire. Yeah. Number one is Florida. Number two is Virginia. Right. Number three is Colorado. Number four is Virginia? Delaware. Yep. Number four, Minnesota. It, it factors affordability, quality of life, and health care. Okay. Okay. Guess guess who's dead last? Gee, I don't know. <laughs> Who could that possibly be? New we Jersey. Always, we always make it at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, our friend the bow tie always says... Uh, he has a fiduciary responsibility to tell people you do not want to die or retire in the state of New Jersey. I love Ainsley. Oh, he's great. Yeah. So, I don't want to say his name because of where he works. No, but that's okay. Uh, he'll be okay with that. So, uh, yeah, New Jersey, dead last again. Uh, yep. Dead last. We <laughs> or, love or it. Unless you flip it the other way. And well, then most we're states first. moved out of, and then we're we are number, first. We're, we're, we're number, number one. one. Highest taxes in the land. We're number one. Yeah. You wanted, My buddy Rich McBride sent me this, and I had read this also. You want to hear really bad news for the gun control people? Yeah. An article came out in The Economist, which is a left crazy oh, magazine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gun owner diversity is bad for gun control advocates. Yeah, isn't that great? All right, you got to love this. The article was really, really cool. It's in The Economist, and the writer, uh, I forgot her name, but it was in The Economy. It was a study done by Northeastern University. It shows that of the millions of first-time buyers between January of 19 and April 21, half were female, mm -hmm. a fifth black, and a fifth Hispanic. Moreover, 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 the economist noted that the share of black adults who joined the gun-owning ranks, 5.3%, was more than twice that of white adults. The demographics are, mark, are a marked shift from 2015 when first-time gun buyers skewed white and male. 
Gun ownership changes things. Thus, the economists observe that people who own guns are more politically active around gun issues than non-gun owners. Yep, they are. Therefore, a drop in gun control support at this point in American history is not altogether surprising. On November 17, 2021, Breitbart News pointed to Gallup's finding that support for stricter gun control was at its lowest point since 2014. Okay, Gallup's findings are in line with the economist opinion that the growing diversification of gun owners is bad for gun control activists. Unity and activism is key. Big tent. Everybody out there listening to this, if your gun range is shitty and dirty and nasty, okay, you have to step up your game. Get them to clean the bathrooms, make it safe, hide, you know, hide the porno and the, uh-huh. and the Sports Illustrated catalogs and the snap-on the swimsuit calendar. Get rid of that crap. Make it nice. Make it clean. You don't have to foo-foo the hell out of the place, but just make it nice. I'm standing um, at the new entrance. This really tall guy comes in. And he's wearing scrubs, and he's got just a single gun case. So I looked at him. I said, you're new to the gun community. He goes, how did you know? I said, well, you don't have a gun bag. You, you, know, you don't have a bag. You're just carrying a gun. He goes, exactly. He goes, I just bought it today. I don't know anything. What's your name? Frank. Where do you live? River Edge. I give him a tour. I introduce him to my people. I walk him up to the counter. I tell him, welcome to the family. Three hours later, TripAdvisor, Yelp, and Google This is what he writes. Posted three five-star reviews. A very impressive facility, staff, and educators. I went in a complete beginner and my newly purchased firearm I've never used before. They greeted me nicely with a warm welcome from the staff. Anthony, the owner, was very kind and gave me a tour around the place, treating me like family. He set me up with instructor John, who couldn't have been nicer. He was patient, informative, and very down-to-earth. That's John McCrudden. He taught me everything I needed to know about proper gun etiquette without getting frustrated with my lack of knowledge, being that I was a beginner. We'll definitely be going back soon and recommending this to family and friends. Winner, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Okay? people. We do this all day here. Yep. We do this all day. Gun for hire. Safety. And then hospitality. Yep. All day, every day. This is what everybody has to do out there. The economist is right. The, the left and the anti-gunners are scared shit. The more minorities, the more women, the more people of color, all, sexual persuasion, religion, whatever, the more that buy guns, the majority tend to be politically active, ladies and gentlemen. We need those people. Because people go from... Uh, those who have no stake in the game at all to somebody who uh, just has acquired a stake in the game and they become very, very active. They don't want to lose what they just acquired. You know, listen, people don't understand that uh, how hard it is to get a gun, especially like in New York and New Jersey. So all of these new people learned and they realized that they've been lied to. Yep. You know, they're like, wait a minute. I went in today, I went to Sister's Deli. Before I came here this morning, right? I walked in and one of the ladies says to me, she goes, I want to get a gun. What do I have to do? So she's about early 50s, maybe. I explained the whole process. She's like, whoa, 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 I just can't walk in and buy a gun? <laughs> she, I said, no. So who, the other woman there, who probably her mother, she says, is this true? I, I, said, well, I said, if you want, I said, if you make me an egg sandwich, I'll bring you a gun. We'll trade. Yeah, right. 
right? She's like, no, no, no. And then I said, no, this is the process. I said, the media leads you to believe that you can just walk in and buy a gun. Right. It does. I said, mental health. Find Get your friends. Online. This thing, that thing, that thing. Exactly. Yeah, buy them online. It's, it's easier to buy a gun than a, lap, than a book on your laptop. Right. So anyway, these new people that are coming into our fray are realizing that they've been lied to by the left and the media all of this time. They're politicians. And they're like, holy shit, maybe it is right. Maybe I should join the cause. And then when you have people like me fronting it, running a business, being a tip of the spear, being a Second Amendment advocate, making sure my staff is tuned into that, making sure that we're educating people and getting to join all the two-way organizations, it's it's a slow uphill battle. But in the end, it's a win. Oh yeah. So Sandy, all the uh, all the politicians in New York City that want to defund and get rid of the police and hire social workers and everything. Last week, there was a domestic disturbance. There was this crazy male whose mother called the police because she couldn't handle him. And when the police came, he f- slammed open the door and he shot both police officers. Yeah. A twenty-two-year-old rookie and a twenty-seven-year-old officer. The twenty-two-year-old died on the way to the hospital. The twenty-seven-year-old uh, died a few days later of, of his injuries. And uh, they they managed to return fire and they shot the bad guy. So and he died. And the mother of the the guy apologized for even calling the police. She feels guilty. Like, you know, because she called the police because her son was threatening to kill her or whatever. And because of her, she feels two cops are now dead. But all the politicians that in 18, 19, and 20 were calling for defund and stuff, they all tweeted and released statements about back the blue and this and that, you know, <sighs> you know, hypocritical son of a bitches. But here's my problem. The new mayor, Adams, the new governor, Hochul or whatever her name is, they're calling for more gun control. It's the gun's fault, you see. Catch and release, criminal yeah. justice system. Yeah, he had a he had a uh, a record as long as you're uh, shouldn't have been out. Never should have been out. Shouldn't have been out. New York people are getting pushed in front of trains. They're getting slashed. They're getting beat up. Uh, no one wants to go to commute. No one wants to go in the subways or anything. The 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 mayor of New York, uh, Adams, basically last week came out with a statement that said the 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 crime and stuff was just a perception. Yeah. And it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. The next day he had to reword that statement. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, he exactly. had to reword that statement. Now they have a gun team again uh, in New York where got, they got the gunshot detectors and they got people out looking for guns. Not not quite stopping Frisk yet yeah. Yeah. because you just you just never know, but it's going to be getting there. But this is what they're going to do. They Rather than focus head on to the problem, right. we're going to look over here and we're going to make stricter gun control laws. Right, exactly, which is what they always do. <sighs> Create the problem and then try to solve the problem. Yep, correct. Sad little man, sad little man, you better run now while you know. 
Sad little man, gonna trap you like a dog. Put your head in a net while they eat you raw. Don't ask why, just comply. Cause fear is the drug that the doctor prescribed. Sad little man, you can watch him on the news. Preaching to his choir while they learn the rules. Some feel safe and some feel healed. But they'll all hold his hand as he makes the kill. Sad little man, sad little man, you better run now while you know you can. Sad little man, sad little man, you don't fool me, you sad little man. Sad little man, and he wants your kids. Some might live while the rest get sick. So put him to the test and listen for the yell. When the truth comes out, he's gonna burn in hell. Sad little man, sad little man, you better run now while you know you can. Sad little man, sad little man, you don't fool me, you sad little man. You can't fool me, you sad little man. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Okie dokie. We're back. We are back. All right, so a lot of people coming in, they're asking me, how are you doing, Sandy? Because you were breathing a little taxed and everything. Sandy is, every now and then, I know it's kind of hard to tell, but he's still alive and well. (laughs) Okay. Sums it up, yep. I get an email from Marty and Carol from Marty's V-Burger. Hope you're recovering from your cold or whatever it was and your knee and your back. Hello to Tracy. They went through this whole thing. People sick at their store. They're finally back and open. So Marty sends me a leak, uh, a link. Uh, Veg News, V-E-G-N-E-W-S dot com. It's basically the equivalent of guns and ammo, but for vegetarians. Cool. <laughs> and vegans. So I went on it. Let me tell you something. It's a really cool site. It talks about, like, accidental vegan food, like Doritos and stuff like that, like stuff I didn't even know qualified as vegan. And they list all the top vegan restaurants and everything. So if you go on, there's a where you can vote for your best. Marty's on about page six. They have all these vegan burger joints. And I went on and I voted for Marty's V-Burger. Oh, I think everybody should do that. Yes, the website. V-E-G-N-E-W-S dot com. And for you meat eaters like me, carnivores, omnivores, or whatever out there, this site is pretty cool. Marty, I never knew this site existed. And I got to tell you something. Uh, I had no idea it existed. It's really cool. Uh, I forwarded it to my wife, Tracy, who likes to eat healthy and vegan whenever she can. She forwarded it to a few of her girlfriends. uh, And they compare, like, even, like, the, the grocery burgers. And, you know, grocery vegan options. But I love this accidental vegan stuff. So if you have vegans come into your house, if you have somebody who's a vegan, you can look at that list and go, okay, we can buy this chip. We can buy Break this snack. Doritos. We can buy that. And some yeah, Oreos. Whatever. Yeah, yeah what, whatever. You know, so it's kind of cool. So uh, pass it on. But go vote for Marty, please. Marty's V-Burger. Veg News, I guess we should call it. Yeah. John Petrolino's writing for Substack. He's writing for all of these places now. He's a big hitter. He's also known as the Pen Patriot. I love it. The Pen Patriot. He's on Facebook and all everywhere else. And, of course, he wrote the phenomenal book, Decoding Firearms. This shit ain't a pamphlet. It's like 500 pages of information. The Gun Lawyer Podcast, Exposing the Truth About the Laws Designed to Strip You of Your Rights and Freedoms by Evan Knappen. 
check it out. Do not forget to check the Quarantine Crawl. Remind me to tell you about the Quarantine Crawl with the 22 League next week. Uh, we'll talk about your stuff later. My Doctor, Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Optimal Health wellnessnj.com please check out dr joe sambatero if you need concierge uh, medical service a doctor he's your guy just sent me for blood work on monday he'll get the blood work uh probably got it already and we're gonna he's gonna come to the range next week and we're gonna discuss my meds and what needs to be taken away or whatever so you're not gonna get um treatment like this anywhere else the concierge medicine uh, support those who support you, Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club and Carteret. Go on their website, lakeis.org. They need donations. They need members. They have competitions. It's not just for kids. It's for everybody. Uh, all four of our ranges are open. They've all been converted to rubber traps now. A lot quieter. Uh, lockers are available for rent as you're listening to this. You can go online. Uh, it's gunforhire.com forward slash locker. Uh, Laszlo from Monster Coating did the floor of the locker rooms with Matt. You will not believe what you see. The retail and swag area will be opening up in February. And around Memorial Day, our 2,200 square foot gun store and pro shop, the gun store at Gun for Hire, will be opening. And you're all going to be blown away when you see it. I'm going to start doing videos and stuff with the progression. Uh, the Glock, Glock Shooting Sports Foundation League, gunfire.com forward slash Glock, still have openings. <clears throat> we have about 80 people registered for the 22 League, Sandy. Gunforhire.com forward slash 22. I got an email from Joey Grimaldi. Loved the Highlander reference last week. Used to watch that show. By the way, I joined the 22 League. Hope to see more leagues get developed. Different brands, different calibers, etc., etc. Joey. Joey, you're going to see it all. This is just an intro. We're testing the waters with the Glock match. We're testing the waters with the 22 League. I reached out. We have all these quarantine crawl people. I reached out to uh, Johnny for Mr. Cupcakes. And I think he's going to be coming with some delectables for all the people that are in the Rifle League, the 22 League, which starts this Thursday, by the way, February 3rd. So I'm hoping to have 100 people for this 22 League, Sandy. How phenomenal is that? That's Probably crazy. 70 or 80 of them never shot before. That's fantastic. That's exactly how it should be. Yes. That's why I did it. That's why I did it, so we can get all these people in here and have fun. Uh, by the way, two armed robberies on Route 46 in Parsippany, which is about eight, seven, eight miles from oh, here. Nice. Uh, two in the same night. Oh, great. Yeah, so... Uh, Wait a yeah. minute, how could it be armed? What were they armed with? Could, uh, couldn't have been guns. Peace shooters. Oh, could have been good. Peace yeah, shooters. I was going to say, yeah, and, uh, we got a, or something. Yeah, big lawsuit brewing. Uh, San Jose uh, Council, San Jose, California, uh, passed an ordinance that anybody who's a gun owner uh, has to have liability insurance and pay an annual fee to the city to exercise their Second Amendment right. Criminals are exempt. Illegals are exempt. You like that? It's unconstitutional, yeah. by the way. Uh, but again, it's going to have to go all the way to the Supreme Court. It's going to have to go all the way to the Supreme Court again. Good numbers, good numbers, good numbers before we get into learning. You ready for this? Let's see. I'm looking for it. 
four million. Where is this? Five point more. Five point four million people were estimated to have bought firearms for the first time in 2021. Nearly 30 percent of all guns sold last year were going to new firearms uh, owners, according to the National Shooting Sports Foundation, which I trust. Um, there are uh, NRA for for the industry, which I am a platinum member of the National Shooting Sports Foundation. So. Imagine that, Sandy. We talked again about the diversity, and we're talking about 30% of the guns sold. This is big. 30% of all the guns sold were new people, not repeat degenerates like us buying our 60th gun or something because it's blue or it's pretty or it's a single action or it reminds you of this or that or whatever the case may be. Uh, Pretty cool, right? Yep. Uh, do not forget, go to Houston, May 27th, 28th, and 29th. Go on the webpage, NRAAM.org. It's the NRA's annual meeting, 151st anniversary annual meeting. Everybody talks about going to the SHOT Show. This just as good as the SHOT Show for us uh, people who are looking as a consumer. They always have tons of entertainment and events, so check it out. Hopefully COVID doesn't quash it this year. So I have a couple of learning things I want to talk about. Number one, I just found this out accidentally. Tony Bones, who's my director of training here, who's phenomenal, has done a great job, taking it to a level of professionalism gun for hire has never seen before. Uh, With the diversity of our staff, the private lessons, the group lessons, the training, the urban classes, uh, shooting from concealment, you know, red dot with Vlad and, and everything. It's, it's just phenomenal. I don't even worry about it. They just they just run it. They do it's a phenomenal job. Just the job. level of instruction and, and, oh and the patience, God. and it's just incredible. Yeah, you have, I mean, it's it's, it's such a godsend. But yeah. so he told me about this scam, and I never realized it. He, in his neighborhood back in the day, they had a, an addict. <laughs> and when there were snowstorms, he would get his shovel and not stay in his neighborhood because he was smart enough not to shit where he ate, right? Yep. So we would walk maybe seven or eight blocks, and he would see a house that wasn't shoveled, and he'd go knock on the door. And if you answered, he'd offer to shovel your walkway and driveway for 10 bucks or whatever. And if you said yes, he would shovel it. If you said no, he would walk to the next house. And the next house he knocked on the door, nobody answered. He'd walk around back and break in a window, and he'd rob your house. Oh, jeez. Now, this is, see, see, this is not in my book because I didn't know about this. And Tony's in my book, too. So I'm going to have to come out with a second one. So, ladies and gentlemen, great idea to have, like, a ring doorbell cam, right? If you're not home, you can put one in your parents' house, too, right? So if this guy with a shovel rings the doorbell asking to shovel, you can answer like you're there. And say, no, I'm getting ready to shovel it myself, my husband and I, or whatever. My wife and I will be out in a few minutes or whatever. But this is why it's great to have alarms and cameras and signs. Yeah. Because who would have thought, this is free reign to walk on private property, right? yeah, absolutely. You know, like pretending you're delivering a package is one thing, because you might might not have a package in your hand. But we're talking about, you have a shovel. You have a real, this is a real cause. This is a, this is a real good way to run a scam and i never thought about it before yeah, yeah. i when i knocked on somebody's door i really wanted to shovel their, their driveway yeah, and true, make true. some money i didn't right, think yeah. about breaking in and stealing all their shit well, we're, we're from a different place yeah but i was also more afraid of my father than oh, the cops yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's that's the problem i would be like the police i'd be like don't release me. yeah yeah please just keep me in jail <laughs> yeah. just nope your father's outside here to pick you up no i'll, I'll stay right here no nah, me it was my mother 
But listen, you know, we talk all the time about senior security and stuff. This was on Yahoo News. Somebody posted this on, uh, I think, Facebook. Uh, a 73-year-old New York grandmother outsmarted scammers who pretended to be her grandson and said he needed $8,000 to be bailed out of jail. Sometimes they win. We win, right? Uh, a Long Island grandmother outsmarted a group of scammers who wanted $8,000. The woman said a man called her and pretended to be her grandson, claiming he needed $8,000 in bail money. The woman said she had the money at her house and told him to come get it. Then she called the police. <laughs> All right. The woman from Seaford, Long Island, who asked to be identified as Jean, told the news that she received the calls from someone claiming to be her grandson, blah, 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 blah. She goes, I knew he was a real scammer. I knew he was going to scam me. Uh, he started calling me grandma. And then I'm like, I don't have a grandson that drives. So I knew it was a scam. But this is pretty cool. All right. So after a couple of phone calls... They, the guy said he would come and pick up the money. He told, you know, and the guy came. He was impersonating a bail bondsman. He arrived at her home to collect the money, and she handed him an envelope filled with paper towels. <laughs> I love it. As he turned to leave, I love this part. As he turned to leave, police officers tackled him. <laughs> they arrested Joshua Estrella Gomez, 28 years old, and, and charged him with attempting grand larceny in the third degree. He was uh, released on an appearance ticket and is due to appear in court February 3rd. She said, I feel like, gotcha, and I feel like you say so many people fall for this, and you only hear about the other end after they've lost $8,000, Gene said. This is pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then they remind, never pay with gift cards or wire money to an unknown person or give them your credit card information over the phone. So now Gene was 73 years old. Now, again, everybody ages differently, but if Gene was 83 years old, she might have taken the bait. And if her grandson was within driving age, and if the call occurred at 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever, you know, there's very different circumstances. But think about the scam. If you call 150 people, you're not doing anything all day anyway, right? Yeah, you right. call 150 people, and 151 takes the hook, and you get $8,000 in gift cards or $8,000 in cash. A That's a good pay. day's pay. Yep. Right. So, again, what, what worries me is how they get her number. How did they know she was a 73-year-old woman? How did they get her number? You know, if you go online with who's this, you can, I guess, looking at mail, junk mail. I don't, I don't know. If anybody knows how the scammers um, farm the numbers, is it just a shot in the dark? Are they calling 20-year-old people with the same scam, too? Because I've never received one. Yeah, so how do they know to prey on older people? But we Sandy. don't answer our cell phones either. I, mean, just... I don't even answer it if I know who it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> on the caller ID. I'm yeah. like, couldn't this be handled with a text or an email? <laughs> do I really have to talk to you? I know. So in my book on page 224, I talk about all of these scams, you know, phishing scams. And uh, still today, the number one password people use for password is password. Come on. Yes. The number two password that people use for the password is password one. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. The number one password that small companies, the administrator uses, is admin or admin one. Okay. There you go. You don't think scammers, they have time to worry about this stuff? Of course they do. They get in. I talk about online shopping on my book. I talk about I have one credit card that's dedicated for online shopping, and I have a $500 limit on it. The only way I can raise the limit is if I go on the app and approve the, the limit. 
I get a notice on the app when a charge comes through. Tracy sent something back the other day, and I got an alert that a $2.67 credit went back onto my credit card or whatever. And I'm like, hmm, is that legit? And I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it was legit. It was, uh, I don't know, some kind of shipping stuff or whatever. But these are the things that you, again, it's not just the seniors in our life. It's everybody. And the Internet, going on the Internet and getting scammed and and getting fished and getting an email, click on this link or whatever. You know, I still get emails that look like they're really from the FBI on the IRS. Have you ever gotten those, Sandy? No, I've never gotten them. No? Have you ever gotten a fake Amazon link? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get a fake Amazon link. You get the stat details for your order. Click here. Yeah. And I'm looking. I'm like, hmm. And look at the return address, the, 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 the domain name. It's not Amazon. Right. So and then what I'll do is I'll close that email and then I log on to my Amazon account to see if there's any alerts or anything and I'm like okay there's nothing alerts then I go back and I, I I scrap that email out but you know you're busy in your day and it's easy to get caught up on that now if you're a moldy cantaloupe well, that's a different story you you actually <laughs> might get scammed on something like that so so anyway he called Peter Ducey a um a stupid son of a bitch on a Monday, and then Tuesday, he had a lid all day. He did nothing but go out for ice cream, and the entire press court followed him, asking him what flavor he was having. We are so corrupt and so headed downhill in this country, it is unbelievable. Yeah, I know. It's so to deflect, he went for ice cream. Yeah, that's just sad. I mean, it's good he went for ice cream, but... Yeah, ice cream. Who cares about ice cream? I do. Uh, this, me too. But the same thing, ladies and gentlemen, online dating. In my book, we di we discussed this. You know, I, I, I for one, uh, I believe online dating is good because I'm not a bar person. And I can put down, which I did when I met Tracy, you can put down, like, where you lean politically and where you lean with guns and where you live and the uh, age group you're looking for so you can find somebody age appropriate or whatever. I think it can really narrow it down to help you find the the significant other of your dreams, uh, which it worked for me. Yep. Uh, but but you have to really be careful of scams. You have to be really careful of your safety. So I'll reiterate again: uh, if you're a female and you're dating a male for the first time, you should pick the place the day of. You should have uh, location services on your phone. Maybe have an Apple AirTag in your pocket. Uh, with you know with one of your friends uh, tracking it, and you definitely pick the place and you meet that person there, and you take your own car or an Uber and you park in a well lit spot, and uh, you keep an eye on your drink the entire time you're there. Make sure when you get up to go to the restroom, when you come back, you get an entirely new drink or water or whatever beverage you had if you left it unattended. So uh, these are things I don't care how nice he seems. Yeah. A couple of reasons you don't let them pick the place. Uh, they could be working in concert with the staff there or the bartender, and they could drug you or roofie you. He gives the wink and the nod. Uh, it's also a place they're comfortable in. They know the layout. You should also be careful when you're walking to your car. If you're carrying something defensive, whether it's a gun or if you're in New York or New Jersey, if you have mace or a taser, it should be in your hand, in your jacket or whatever. All of this needs to be thought of. Listen, I don't want to scare the shit out of everybody, but I also don't want you to end up in the trunk of a car. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Okay, and you should call somebody right before you get there. Let them know you're there. Text them during the dinner that everything's okay. As the dinner's ending, you could 
pick up your phone and say to the person you just met, you call up your friend, hi, Joanne, yeah, it's me, Carol, I'm just getting ready to leave now. Yeah, I had a really good time, I'll talk to you when I get home. Hang up the phone, again, your defensive measures, go to the car or whatever, lock your door, start your car up, pull away, and then get home and then worry about texting people or talking to people or something. When I met Tracy, her friend Jackie had the tracking app opened and was tracking Tracy. Oh, really? Yeah, Tracy was uh, intelligent mm. enough to do that before I met her and corrupted her in ways of the safety. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> which, again, is important. You know, you got a single woman. You're meeting a guy. could be a strange guy. You, know, just, you don't know who you're meeting today. Yeah. Right. Okay? Right. But the female should always pick the location, arrive early in case it's, you know, you know, Always arrive early to case out the place. If you're the female, get the defensive seat first. Sit with your back to the wall, okay? Sit in a highly visible location, not in a dark corner booth, for example. If you must drink, have no more than one alcoholic beverage during the date, all right? Seriously, you don't want to get spiked. You also don't want to get drunk. You also don't want to wake up the next morning and go, oh, my God, what did I do? All right. Make sure a minimum of two people know your location. Call and text them. We just talked about that. Tracking apps. Okay. Uh, these steps should be followed until you feel you have enough confidence with your new friend. Okay. But of course, don't let your guard down fully for a long time. So it's very, very important that you uh, that you follow these rules. You know, oh, he seems like a nice guy. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't really work that way. All right. You got to just be careful. 100% of the time. Uh, I can't stress this enough. I read horror stories every day. I don't, I don't share them with everybody all the time, but uh, it's important. So while we, since we were talking about the moldy cantaloupe and, and the senior scam and everything, on page 244, we talk a lot about uh, senior uh, safety. And, you know, you were working. Hopefully you get back to parents are hard to raise. But the doorbell cam is phenomenal you know my parents had roofers at their 55 community the other day and they rang the bell and i got the alert on my phone and i saw the three guys go in and then i called my father up and i had my father on the phone the whole time the guys were there until they left you know so yeah. you know because again uh, they're older they're a little more trustworthy the the house could be cased out there's three guys one could be talking to my parents the other one could steal with a little jewelry they have or whatever you know there's just so many there's just so many f issues that can arise. So we always want to make sure that we're on top of uh, everything, with, especially with our elderly loved ones. And you know what? When it comes to cameras, like a couple of interior cameras and a doorbell cam, there are stealth ones that you can put in that look like alarm clocks or, you know, uh, dolls or clocks or whatever. But you can also have your finger on the pulse of a family member that's not close by. Yeah, right, which is important. Yeah, you know, again, it's hard. It's hard to tell your parents don't open the door for strangers, right? Because yeah. they told you that 50 years ago, and now you're yeah. telling them that, right? right? Exactly. And they're like, well, you know, then you're going to hear from the old time. I lived here for 50 years. I never had a problem here. Right. We used to sleep with our door unlocked. Okay, Dad, you also weren't 92 and a little feeble Yeah. and right. deaf. Right. So, and, <laughs> but, and, and it wasn't the kind of world we live in today. Correct. You know, scammers come in. You know, we have a gas leak in the neighborhood and a person comes in and they're looking around the house and they go and they unlock the back door. And then they're like, we have to go look in the basement. 
yeah. and they bring your ass down to the basement and they clean your entire house out while you're down there with them in the basement. Where's your credentials? You need to have an appointment. Oh, it's an emergency? Okay, I'm going to call the police to come here. If you say you're from behind the door, you're going to call the police because it's an emergency. If it's really an emergency, they're going to stay on the porch. Yeah, right. If it's not an emergency, you're going to hear an event pulling away. Right, exactly. You should do a sweep of your elderly loved one's house. Where are their valuables? Where's their money? Where's their jewelry? Where's their bank statements? Okay, uh, I go to my father's. They have a garage there. He has the keypad outside. I flip the lid for the keypad, Sandy. Yeah. The four-digit code is written in pencil. It's <laughs> great. Are you serious? Yeah. So I said to my father, I said, you don't know the code? He goes, yeah, I know the code. I said, why is this there? He goes, I put it there when we first moved in two years ago. Oh, can, I, can I erase it? Sure, if you want. Why? What's the big deal? What's the big deal? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. There's, there's that. Right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, got to go through the whole house. Sweep their house. Uh, I know it's hard. You know, you talk about this all the time. How do you address it when they're combative? How do you address it when they think you're the one that's going to steal from them? Right. How do you address it when they're slightly into dementia and they're not trustworthy? Right. Every scenario is going to be different, but this needs to be addressed. Mom, Dad, something happens to you. It's all going to be on me. I'm going to have to deal with your health issues, and the doctor's going to be asking me for your the, your medical card. The doctor's going to be asking me for this. The bank is going to want this. The, the, the hospital's going to want the insurance company. I don't know any of this. Right. I need help. I need you to communicate this with me now. What is your password? What's this? Your safe deposit box. Can we sweep the house? Can we lock stuff up? Great time. We talk about this all the time. This is a great time to address firearms. Yeah. Yeah. First thing you probably want to do is make all the firearms safe, unload it, get rid of the ammo sources if somebody's not all there anymore. Then the next thing we'd do maybe is to figure out to get the guns out of the house. And again, that's a whole legality thing, depending on the state you're in. We've covered this till we were blue in the face. I cover it in detail in my in my book. But, you know, jewelry, monies, cash in the house or whatever, you need to find out about this, especially if there's a caretaker coming in. If they have somebody coming in for a few hours a day or all day or a live-in or whatever, this needs to be addressed. Somebody in the family needs to come in and take charge. I've heard too many horror stories of shit disappearing, of accounts being changed, of bank accounts being drained, of wills being changed, yeah, of power attorney being changed. Yep. Right. What happens is they develop a relationship with the person that's there with them 24-7, and that person is a con person, and they develop, they get this trust level where they move right in, yeah. and all of a sudden you're pushed out. As the family member, the loved one, the primary person there, and you're number two now. And before you know it, it's too late. Everything's been changed. And one of the so, biggest scams is is if the if the person does not have a trust already set up, uh, and 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 if you're not part of that trust, and if you if you don't have a power of attorney, many hospitals and nursing homes, basically, it's a scam. They 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 run they run the. Uh, they run. It's it's happened all over the country. I remember on Diane's show, they had uh, she had a, an expert who dealt with more than one time uh, who dealt with this. Who they just come in and and take over the person's life. 
Uh, they they sell their home. They there's take a over movie their life. on that. Yeah. There's a movie. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and so that can have definitely happen. You also need to talk to your elders, right, about tax ramifications. Yeah, uh-huh. like mom, dad, if you don't take care of this now, when you go, the government's going to get it all. Right. You know, like this is this needs to be taken care of now. So uh, these are the things that have to be addressed. So I would definitely work on it and get to, you know, get in there again, taking pictures, get organized and everything, please. Uh, Don't forget, Atenzia Kali pen and knife class is coming uh, March 20th. Do not miss it. We have a ton of classes coming. Our long range class, April 15th and 16th in Pennsylvania. Uh, that is Urban Precision Rifle. Tony and the guys are going to be teaching it. Sandy, tell them about your VHS. Please, 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 please. We are raising money for veterans in need of home care and veterans in need of memory care. You can join us and join Steve K, who donated $100 this week to the fund. We're trying to raise about 5000 bucks in the month of February because February is a horror show for funding and donations. And everybody kind of... Just lacks off. They had a great Christmas spirit, but then all of a sudden now they're just not donating anymore. Um, These people still need care. We are still trying to help them. Uh, We are partnering with the VHS of Ocean County. You can go to GoFundMe.com and just search for VHS Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County and uh, make a donation five bucks ten bucks really it doesn't have to be a hundred bucks to two hundred bucks like everybody's giving it can only be just pocket change every single thing is appreciated well looks like we've done it again we've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to gun for hire radio gun for hire radio is a counterthink media production the music used in this broadcast was managed by cosmo music new york new york on behalf of our show host master trainer anthony calandro author of crime proof Think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. Available at crimeproofbook.com. Get it now while supplies last. Because supply chains is tightening up. And with show 558 in the can, God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. From sea to the shine.